Hello, you're listening to the Leeds Sanctuary podcast. Leeds Sanctuary is a network of communities in Leeds City Centre, each beginning with encounter and aiming to embody sanctuary and justice. Through which individuals and our city can flourish. We hope you enjoy it. Welcome to the Leeds Sanctuary Encounter podcast. My name is David Goodall. I'm a Methodist minister and one of the team at Leeds Sanctuary. The Leeds Sanctuary podcasts follow our four values of encounter, sanctuary, justice and flourishing. At Leeds Sanctuary, everything we do begins with an encounter, a conversation between two people, time spent in one of our communities, a moment with God in worship or in the beauty of creation, an unexpected encounter which is a blessing. It is from these encounters, momentary or longer, that we find sanctuary and justice, which enable our flourishing with each other and with God. In these encounter podcasts, we explore different aspects of encounter, think about different places where we can encounter each other and God, and hear about the places and spaces where your encounters make a difference. In each episode, we share in a moment of reflection when we hear a story from the Bible which includes an encounter that is similar to those we've been discussing and pause to think what the biblical encounter might say to us today. On the last podcast, I shared a conversation with Councillor Ed Carlisle thinking about encounter and community. We discussed the positive change that is possible when different members of communities encounter each other and work together. Since our last podcast, I wonder whether you've had an opportunity to encounter others in your local community. Maybe the podcast inspired you to work with others for change, or maybe even just to notice your neighbours and get to know them a little bit more. Today I'm delighted to be joined by Ross Maloney, Chief Executive of Ramblers. We're hearing a little about the work of ramblers and the sort of encounters we can all have in the great outdoors. I wonder if you have a favourite outdoor place, somewhere that you can go to recharge and be refreshed, or even somewhere you wish you could visit again and more frequently. I moved to Leeds from Northumberland during 2021, and whilst I love city life here in Leeds and the countryside we have around the city, I miss having easy access to the beach to walk the long beaches of Northumberland and hear the waves crash around me. Where's your favourite place in the great outdoors? Maybe tweet us a picture with the hashtag LSEncounter for us all to see. As I said earlier, we're joined today by Ross Maloney, CEO of Ramblers. Ross, welcome to the League Sanctuary podcast. I'm delighted to have you with us. Delighted to be with you, David. Thanks for having me today. Could you tell us a little bit about you? What makes Ross Ross? Of course. Uh, well, quite simply, um, I have a mantra in life um, that is to treat others how I'd like to be treated myself. And that means for me, living, in, living and staying true to my personal values. The most important of those being uh, respect. We live in a hugely diverse country. Diverse in every sense of the word, and us being respectful of each other, demonstrating care and focusing on what unites us rather than divides us is, in my view, so important. Indeed, something that I try and stay true to. Thank you, Ross, and absolutely similar values to those of us here at Leeds Sanctuary. Our podcast is all about encounter, 
And I wonder as we begin whether you've had an encounter which was unexpected or unusual that you could share with us. I was reflecting on this in advance of us chatting today, David, and thinking about what an encounter means to me and further reflecting on it being about building a sense of community. A very short uh, story of an encounter which for me centres on community, humankind and random acts of kindness. I was sat on a park bench by the bandstand in Clapham Common one Saturday morning, just watching the world go by, enjoying the sunshine. I took my phone out and was reading an email, had my elbow resting on my knee and lowered to read my phone. A woman approached me carefully. I could sense there was someone there. She paused and said very genuinely, are you all right? I replied, yeah, I'm good, I'm good thanks. She replied, well, that's good. I thought you were feeling sad. I was going to ask if I could do anything to help. I didn't have the heart to say I was reading a work email, but nonetheless, this brief encounter of someone looking out for someone else, albeit two strangers, on a sunny Saturday afternoon really restores your faith in humanity. Thank you. Today we're thinking about encounter and the outdoors. I said earlier that the beaches of Northumberland are one of my favourite outdoor places. Do you have a favourite place in the great outdoors and what sort of encounters have you had there? Um, it's a really interesting question. I, I really enjoy getting outdoors, being out for an urban walk. I much prefer walking uh, than, than getting transport where I can or indeed being out for a walk in the countryside. I grew up in Scotland, so it was very spoiled, um, so difficult to pick one favourite place. I do have one of the best jobs in the world for getting out and about and walking. And since I joined Ramblers, I'm getting out and about and meeting our members. One of the most memorable was a walk which I took us through Richmond Park. Notwithstanding its natural beauty, the people I was walking with offered so many interesting insights. I had the chance to meet the people who had grown up in different parts of the world, where we compared our childhoods, learning what was the same and what was different. The chance to engage with someone who had been at the heart of government during the pandemic, and someone who had a long and fruitful career on the railways. So I feel I had encounters on two levels, a human level and a nature level. Learning about people, simply being interested rather than trying to be interesting and the natural environment of a beautiful open space full of wildlife, with trees older than some of our grandparents, and the Christmas of a chilly but beautiful sunny day. Thank you. You've mentioned there Ramblers, uh, and you're the chief executive. Tell us a bit about Ramblers as an organisation and your priorities at the moment. Well, Ramblers was founded in 1935, so that makes us 88 years old this year. We have a really rich heritage and many successes to chalk up during that time. Ramblers is Britain's walking charity. We open the way for everyone to enjoy the simple pleasures of walking and we fight for the places you love to wander. We're an organisation of just over 100,000 members. We're on a range of programmes such as lead walks. We get people out into the local area and beyond, be that short walks or long walks. No longer are we necessarily only for the fit and fleecy. We're very much for everyone. We also run Ramblers Wellbeing Walks, where we enable people to take their first steps and in doing so improve their physical and mental health. We have an incredibly important task in protecting access to the places that we love to walk and indeed seeking to expand access rights. That's a really important and core part of our work. In terms of priorities, we're in the middle of a review of our purpose and strategy. Simply, what do we get up to and what do we achieve as a charity? In terms of our campaigning work, we're working hard to influence the expansion of access in England and Wales under the recently launched Freedom to Roam campaign. And we're working to ensure that the 49,000 miles of potential lost rights of way in England and Wales the Ramblers have mapped are properly enshrined for future generations to enjoy. So it's all about encouraging people outdoors and that right to access so important for people. When we get outside, we encounter, and I love your idea that we encounter humans and we encounter nature. What sort of encounters are you hoping people will have as they connect with the outdoors through Ramblers? Well, it's well documented the tremendous benefits walking has on our physical and mental health. 
thinking more about mental health, the encounters that we have when out and about walking are key. Be that the stimulus that is offered by our surroundings, even a walk to the shops or the station, what we see, what we hear, what we smell gets us thinking differently and lets, us, lets our minds wander. The same can be said when we're out in the fresh air of the countryside. The views we take in and that feeling of freedom really impacts how we feel. Equally, the people that we're with, the stories we share, the things we learn during those encounters with each other stimulate us in different ways. Thank you. One of our values at Leeds Sanctuary is flourishing, which for us has a spiritual element to it. For many people, being outdoors has a spiritual dimension. And I wonder whether the outdoors rambling has a spirituality to it for you and those you work with. I think spirituality means different things to different people, but I've no doubt that walking in the outdoors enables people to connect their interpretation of spirituality. For me, I think what walking and rambling gives me personally is the space and the time to pause and reflect. Reflect on me as a person, which is often we don't get the time to do, and therefore walking really gives us that freedom and that sense of opportunity that is often not presented. And the opportunity is some real big thinking about life and reflections on how you've dealt with things and what you might do in the future. And something, for example, about work, you know, sometimes my best thoughts come to me when I'm out walking and the brain is clear and you're just taking a much run about you, something comes to you. So I think spirituality means different things to different people, uh, but it certainly means for me that sense of freedom and openness that enables your mind to wander. Thank you, Ross. You're encouraging people outdoor more, and that's something we want to encourage here at Leeds Sanctuary. A lot of our work in Leeds City Centre is around the waterways, the canal and the river. And we know it's good for our well-being, good for our health, physical and mental. We also know how busy people are. So what are your top tips for getting out more and having that encounter in the great outdoors? Well, we'd certainly be encouraged to be able to get out walking. Um, and that, that can be in your local area. It can be further afield. But, where, but what's some of the tips to, to make sure you get the best out of uh, that opportunity is firstly to plan where you're going. That doesn't need to be necessarily well detailed, but of course, a rough plan if it's familiar territory or a more detailed one if it's unfamiliar or perhaps more challenging. Make sure you've got the right kit. And again, you don't need the best kit in the world, but you need the right kit for where you're going. If you're going for an urban wander, some comfy shoes, if you're going out for the day uh, on a longer walk, perhaps the right kit that will keep you dry and warm uh, and making sure that you're uh, prepared for the great British weather. Pack some snacks, um, particularly if it's a long walk uh, and certainly some water. And if you're going on a longer walk, pack your lunch as well because there's nothing better than sitting stopping uh, eating your sandwiches looking over the vista uh, and enjoying uh, what's before you absolutely where have you eaten kendall mint cake that's the question isn't it <laughs> indeed as i talk to people here in leeds one of the common themes post lockdown is people working from home so much more lots of businesses reducing their office spaces and as i talk to people i hear again and again stories of people not leaving the house or flat during the day and not engaging with anyone apart from through a screen or a camera. We often think of rambling being a whole day activity or needing to get changed into the clothes so we can get muddy, which is not that conducive if you've got to get back for a Zoom. So what are your thoughts on getting people out into the outdoors on a work day? Well, I think, as you say, David, the, the pandemic um, presented uh, many challenges for us. Um, but one of the things that has come out of it is this sense of making walking more habitual. Um, and... The opportunity to get out and break your day up because as you say many people go from bedroom to bathroom to kitchen to to spare room or dining room table to con continue their work and therefore getting out and and again that sense of freedom and letting your mind wander is critically important 
that sense of when we go out for a walk, we get different stimulus that enables our brain to function in different ways and to think about different things. And therefore, getting out and walking, breaking the day up is really important. And that can be can be a circular walk you can do. It can be with purpose. So you might need to pop to the post office or pick something up or whatever. But getting out and breaking the day up, really important. Some tips for me, I'd say make it habitual. Make the time in your diary if you can, if, if, if your work lends you to do that. Get it, get, get it baked in the diary and stick to it. Um, don't, don't, don't sacrifice it and um, make sure you stick to it. You can do things like walking meetings. Um, you know, quite often I, I walk with colleagues. You, you would expect me to do that perhaps as chief executive of a walking charity, um, but we quite often go for a walk, you know, and we, and we, get, we get so much more done where you reduce the formality of, of, of a meeting perhaps, but you're getting the benefit of the, the great outdoors, even if that's an urban walk. Um, again, you're stimulating different ways, but equally the act of walking side by side often breaks down some barriers that, it, that, you, that you don't have in a formal meeting sense on a Zoom call where it's face-to-face and, or you're sat opposite someone in a meeting room. Also, you can take calls when you're out walking. You know, I, I speak to some of my colleagues when, you know, actually I program the, the, the time in the diary to catch up with someone, but I take the call whilst I'm walking. So I get the benefit of, of being able to do uh, two things. But the key thing for me is about that, making sure you make it habitual and stick to it um, and don't sacrifice it. Thanks, Ross. So, yeah, and I think that you can combine the two, doesn't it? It doesn't have to be that you have to stop your work mm. to get outdoors. But actually, if we work well with technology and our diary, we can put those things together. Mm. Loads of tips and encouragement. We talked a lot about walking, uh, and I, like you, love to walk. But there are other ways to have encounters in the outdoors. Swimming, climbing, here in Leeds, they paddleboard on our dock, just to name a few. I'm wondering how else you enjoy getting outdoors and whether you're planning to try anything new in the next few months. Well, I haven't got any plans to try anything new necessarily, David, but what I do know is I've got my bike, which I actually bought during the pandemic, which is sat on the balcony of my flat. Um, and I, I need to seriously dust it down and get it going again because I think the tyres are a bit flat on it. Um, but certainly, again, I feel that, again, when you're cycling, you get a different opportunity. You're kind of in your own space um, and therefore you get the chance to reflect on things. So dusting the bike down and getting those tyres pumped up is probably needs to be on the to-do list. Well, that sounds good. We'll look out for you uh, on your bike. Uh, Ross Ramblers is a great organisation and it's been great to hear more today from you about your work. How can our listeners keep in touch with Ramblers? Where can they find you online? You'll find us at ramblers.org.uk. Uh, you'll find lots of advice and tips as well as inspiration to get out walking. Plus, of course, you'll find your local uh, led walk that you can join uh, in your local community and you'll also find us on uh, facebook instagram and twitter that's great thanks for chatting with us today it's been great to hear from you and hearing all about the great work of ramblers we move now to a time of reflection using a biblical story our story today is about a time when jesus went up a mountainside with his followers to pray reading from the Gospel of Luke in the Bible. Jesus took with him Peter and James and John and went up the mountain to pray. And while he was praying, the appearance of his face changed and his clothes became dazzling white. Suddenly they saw two men, Moses and Elijah, talking to him. They appeared in glory and were speaking of his departure, which he was to about to accomplish at Jerusalem. Now Peter and his companions were weighed down with sleep, but since they had stayed awake, they saw his glory and the two men who stood with him. Just as they were leaving him, 
Peter said to Jesus, Master, it is good for us to be here. It is good for us to be here. These verses are part of a story in the Bible called the Transfiguration. One of many stories where Jesus goes away from the crowds up into the mountains to take time for himself, to be quiet, to pray, to be still. In this story, he takes Peter, John and James with him. I often wonder whether they wanted to go, whether they wanted to make the time to climb up the mountain, whether they thought it would be worth it. But they did. They went with Jesus. They encountered him and they encountered the great outdoors. And what an encounter they had. The dazzling white, the presence of Moses and Elijah, heroes of the Old Testament. And even though they were tired, the power to stay awake enabled them to see the glory shining all around. Taking time out, being willing to go with Jesus up the mountain, led them to an encounter they had never imagined. And for them to proclaim, it is good for us to be here. It's so easy with busy lives to miss the opportunity to get out, to have that moment, that encounter in the great outdoors. It's too easy to think, I'll do that job, send another email, deal with the pile of stuff, put some washing on, and before we know it, we've missed the moment. Yet what this story from the Bible tells us is that it's worth taking the opportunity, worth making the space, because when we do, the unexpected happens, and we know it's good to be there. I wonder how you might make space for an encounter outdoors an encounter with others, a spiritual encounter, or simply an encounter with the beauty of what we can see when we get beyond the walls. I hope you will. I hope in that moment it will be more amazing than you had ever imagined, that you will be touched by others, and maybe even by the power of God's love. I hope that listening to our Encounter podcast today has inspired you to get out into the great outdoors. As you're listening, maybe now is the time to put a date in your diary or to begin that habit that Ross talked about of walking or maybe to try another new activity. My thanks again to Ross Maloney from Ramblers for joining us and don't forget to follow them on social media or visit their website. And of course, you'll find Lead Sanctuary at Lead Sanctuary on all your normal social media channels. Our next Encounter podcast will be released in two months. But whilst you wait for that, please do listen to the other podcasts around our values of sanctuary, justice and flourishing.